Episode 16, Front Stairs Talks. here episode number 16 thank you guys for tuning in today we have a very special episode every episode is special um we have our friend levi who uh, is from revolution athletics he talks about you know being in a bodybuilding show and how he was his uh how he became an outcast in his life and how he became with his brand and um his message behind his brand um the kid is a great kid um I know him from going out to Colorado, as you hear in the episode. Uh, he's so passionate about everything he does. Um, it's really amazing to see someone like him just be passionate. So uh, sit back and relax and enjoy. Here's Levi, number 16. Thank you, guys. Hello, everyone. We are here, episode 16. Jesus Christ, we have a lot of them um, already coming up. Uh, I like to a 16 for the Boston Sports Reference today. Uh, 16 was worn by Rick Middleton, nifty, number one guy. Um, could do it all. And then you have a very strong, powerful hitter with J.D. Martinez with the Red Sox. So who can I do to represent it? My boy, Levi. He does. Uh, he has a, a gym clothes, and he does all these uh, workout, um, all these workout uh, routines, and he's built like a fucking ox. Um, so I thought, you know what, I got to get him on. But he's from Colorado, so I'm. I'm hopefully he's cool with uh, the Boston sports reference. Uh, so, Mister uh, Levi, say hi, bud. What's going on? My name's Levi Scrivener, and uh, thanks for the introduction. Um, yeah, I own an activewear brand called Revolution Athletics. Um, I'm currently really pursuing that, and uh, I love fitness. To the point that this man loves fitness, that when I first met him, when we uh, visited in Colorado, um, he was training for a show cause he does the bodybuilder shows and he was like, he could not drink water that day or something like, <laughs> um, to, to watch people go through this stuff is crazy. But you know, the guy is, you know, he's so motivated what he ever puts his head to ever since I've, I've had like a really deep, like, I think we were talking for like what, four hours that night. Um, yeah. It was a great night of the talk, and the kid had that he has such an amazing head on his shoulders. So it's awesome to see. Um, so right off the bat, how it, how is it to train for one of those uh, the bodybuilder shows? For the people that don't know, yeah. So it takes a lot of consistency, um, being able to uh, stick to a diet, and uh, being able to just being able to just like get into the gym every single day or five to six times a week. Um, make sure you're hitting your macros. Um, make sure you're doing your cardio. Um, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, 
a lot of uh, late nights, making sure you get your all your your uh, your meals in, um, making sure you're getting your training right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, but uh, um, if you have that if you have that like mindset that uh, that uh, that motivation to uh, be great. Um, I feel like anyone can do it as long as they put their head down and, um, stay motivated and like, why are you doing it? Um, that's, uh, that's one of the things that I really want to challenge myself is how far can I go? And, uh, I can go all the way, honestly. Um, there's no really like, uh, if you want it, you can get it. It's right there for the taking. So, uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, I, I have a friend that is, um, that passed away recently, but we have a couple of friends that are elite runners that do the, um, um, that do those geocachings, like the big, the big races, like, you know, mm -hmm. you do the triathlons, like they mile, uh, I can't think of the adventure racing. Mm -hmm. Um, they do those. And one of the guys actually passed away from a um, heart attack on the trail on, on one of his runs. But, uh, wow. he used to say that, uh, the worst thing to do is sit down when you're, uh, when you're in the middle of a race, but that's like 75 miles for one day. Um, so I could probably think it's probably like for you for bodybuilding would be taking a day off. Yeah. I mean, taking a day off, that's, you, you got to make sure that you get in the gym and it doesn't matter what it is. If you're not really feeling it, you got to go, you got to go. You got to get that cardio in. You got to make sure that you eat your meals because that could be the difference between you winning or losing. And, uh, that's, that's kind of the way that I, I went into, uh, my show is if I missed a day, I was going to lose. And, uh, but uh, at the same time, it was more of like a personal improvement thing. I didn't really care if I won or, or lost, but uh, if I was going to beat my my physique from the previous time, and uh, and I did, you know, it's uh, I put on. So my first show, actually, I was I uh, it was like after three years of training, um, I was uh, on stage at one forty five. And, uh, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty lean for someone that is, uh, you know, five, five, 10, five, 11. Um, but being at like 4% body fat, that was, uh, that was very mental. Um, there's a lot of mental game that goes into that. And, uh, there's also a lot of, uh, short temper too, because of how, uh, how, uh, low in body fat and just not as much, uh, calories throughout the day. Um, and then going into my second show, I was about, I was 155, 157. And, uh, so I gained about, you know, 10 to 11 pounds of muscle within like two years, um, for a natural bodybuilder. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, being able to being able to like beat my last physique was definitely an ultimate goal of mine. And eventually I want to, I'm actually prepping for another show, um, in November. Um, 
So my goal is to be at least 165 on stage. So. All right. Well, so we talked about your, we talked about you going into that process. Mm -hmm. Um, what is, so your, your active wear, how did that, um, for the people that don't know, how did you come up with that concept and why did you want to do it? Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of started when, so like backstory is, um, when I was in high school, it was my, it was my sophomore and junior year. I got put into a school where it was, it was so small. I think it was about 200, 300 kids in the whole school. So our class was about 50 kids and all of these kids, they, uh, they've known each other since like elementary school, they all grew up. So I walked in this school kind of like, what, <laughs> how do I make friends? These friends, these guys have all been friends for so long for years and, uh, growing up together. And I felt like an outcast and, uh, I was bullied, um, pretty bad to where I had to actually like leave leave that school and go and live with my mom. And, uh, and then fast forward, I went, I went to college after I graduated and, uh, and I was in school for business and I went through all kinds of different majors and I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I got into business and I was in, uh, I was in a business management class and we had to create a business plan and they asked us like what would you want what would you want your business to be so i ended up picking a clothing line and uh i can't remember what it was called at the time but it was something like visionary or something like that and uh when i was in that class i was like wow um I think I can do this. And this is my junior year of college. And uh, I ended up just going head first. And I was like, you know what? I called my mom. I called my dad. And I was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to drop out of college. I'm going to move back to Colorado and start my business. I had no name. I had no, no logo. All I knew is I was going to start my own business. So I moved back, got a job and ended up creating revolution athletics off of someone just saying oh that's going to be revolutionary just a word that stuck with me and i was like you know what i'm gonna call it revolution athletics and uh yeah so and then with the lion logo we went through probably about 50 50 logos and uh finally i drew one up and that's what it is today and uh the lion symbolizes like alpha mentality and uh i loved lion king growing up so i thought it was only right to to go back to how i was in you know two three years old loving lion king so i ended up making it a lion and uh going into the whole our slogan be the outcast um, it's, it's really deep and, uh, 
off of just everyone like just be the outcast is so it can mean so many things it can mean that you're literally an outcast or you're the one in there grinding every single day when people are sleeping like when people are out partying when people are at the bar you are you are literally in there grinding and uh or doing something that no one has ever done before. And it just spoke so much to me that I want to be the hardest worker in the room, no matter what, no one can outwork me. And that's what I symbolize be the outcast as. It can literally mean anything. And uh, it's just, it's a very strong and like emotional slogan. And uh, I want to touch I want to make sure that it gets to everyone. So, yeah. And like we, we talked about when we sat down about when you were just pitching these ideas, even before when you were going through your samples or your shirts, um, like I told you that people, you know, there's a million of like things going on. There's a million products out there, but people just buy the person that's selling them. You know, that's, and you literally, from all your promo videos from day one, you've been a hundred percent real and talking and they people are buying you, bro. They're buying like your mental attitude, your positive mental attitude and your um you never give up. So, you know, I appreciate I know you man. You're 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 a great kid, man. And you know, um it's it's awesome to see someone like especially, you know, hearing, you know, what that means to you and building on your dreams, man. That's that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You know. So uh what was the first article of clothing that you guys officially sold? We sold we sold our performance shirts and uh we had four colors. Um four colors and actually after about three years we actually just sold all of them. Um finally <laughs> um but yeah uh there's four shirts um they're very uh there's a lot right when i got them actually i was like you know what i could do better um and uh it was kind of funny because um i'm kind of my worst critic like right when i get a piece of product i'm like all right i can do better and i i feel like I'm never going to get to where it's literally perfect. And that's what kind of like frustrates me sometimes. But yeah, I mean, they, they were a hit. I mean, everyone loved those shirts. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they're, and then I ended up having hats too. And I, I think you actually purchased one. I remember is up is like really, I think it was like right when I launched, um, back in uh, 2018 in August, you actually bought one. You're like, like my 10th sale or something like that. I can't remember, but I definitely, I definitely remember that. Yeah. You know, always support. I, I told you, you launch it. I'll support bro. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so what's the difference between your t-shirts? Like just to give people an idea why they're and like as somebody as a bodybuilder, and someone that's in the gym all the time, you made your shirts for basically people to work out in to be comfortable in, right? 
Yeah, so um, the shirts that I came out with um, back in 2018 were uh, definitely for the people that were in the gym. Um, more of like a, it was more, they were like a spandex cotton mix, um, very stretchy. Um, they're form-fitting, which that's something that I'm definitely going to um, uh, fix because I, I, I want them to be a little bit more baggier for any anyone and that's that's mainly what and like going on throughout the the couple years of owning this business i've really realized that i need to i need to cater to everyone and having like a form-fitted shirt isn't going to cater to everyone so and with revolution like i want everyone to feel like they're in a community together and uh Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was beautiful, man. I got it. And so, what's uh, what's up? What's coming up next? What are you guys selling now? Yeah, so we just launched about, I think it was like last month. We launched uh, two pairs of joggers, um, some shorts, and uh, some leggings, and then uh, three shirts, and. Uh, the joggers shorts and leggings those were definitely the longest and like our biggest launch ever um i had to save for you know two years to be able to purchase all of these products um but yeah it took us about a, a year to get these products because of covid and and everything but uh yeah we got these products in we've been sampling for a while for a for like a whole year and uh they came out pretty good and uh, the leggings i was really really happy about because i went through about 10 samples and uh yeah they're completely squat proof um very stretchy compression feel leggings and uh yeah that was that was definitely a uh, a challenge in that part because uh, I'm obviously a male, so it was, it was hard for me to to kind of figure that out. And uh, yeah, I just talked to talked to a lot of ladies to uh, try them on and just kind of figure out if uh, they're going to be a good product, a good uh, um, fitting product for them. And uh, yeah, I think we I think we did a pretty good job on that. Yeah, I, I got a million dollar idea for you, and I will we'll, we'll public it. All right. Yeah. Because um, you're going into leggings and stuff. I even have a Peloton. Everyone has. You gotta do a. You gotta do biker shorts or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm def. I'm definitely gonna get into the biker. The biker shorts and. Uh, honestly, any everything. Um, I want. I want to be bigger than all of these companies um, just based off of our mission, our vision for, for our company. Um, I, what's kind of crazy is that I was watching this, uh, this uh, like motivational video um, by Tim or uh, Tom Bilyeu. And he was the owner. He's the creator of uh, quest nutrition. And, uh, one of his like famous quotes is uh, there's always room for the best. And that like, that really spoke to me because 
I've been in the fitness industry for a while and I've seen a lot of big name companies and they've done really well and they've grown really well just based off of um, getting a lot of um, traction from influencers and stuff like that. And like for a while I would, I would keep, I kept on getting like uh, frustrated because, because uh, all these like fitness companies were coming up and I was like, you know what? Like I, I, I don't have a chance. Like there's no way. And then I watched that video and he said that, and uh, that spoke to me. I was like, I can be the best I can. And I literally put that in a video on uh, TikTok, recruiting ambassadors and telling them that this this is for anyone. It doesn't matter how many followers. It doesn't matter what level you are in uh, in fitness or how many years you've been training. None of that. And it blew up. It it went viral. And I I honestly didn't. I really I thought I was going to get ten submissions. It's at thirty five hundred submissions right now. And it blew my mind. Um, the amount of traction that this got. And uh, I, I just remember waking up. I, I woke up, I, I posted it at like midnight and I woke up like six hours later, like six o'clock. And uh, I saw like 70 notifications on my phone. I was like, okay, that's weird. And I just, and it was on Instagram, TikTok, it was on uh, my email. And I ended up putting it down, going back to sleep for another like 45 minutes. And I picked it up and it was at 700. And I was like, whoa. And I looked, I looked at all my emails. I had like freaking 500 emails. I had, I had uh, DMs on Instagram, TikTok. I had comments like crazy. It was literally, it went parabolic. And uh, it completely changed the whole it changed my whole morale about about the brand and just about everything that this this is going to be big and everyone was saying that on the video that this is going to be big so to so to back up a bit you're you're you started an ambassador's program so basically like you're like a hub and you have people selling your products correct yeah so um so basically it's kind of like, you know, like every other, it's how, it's how big business works. You have people in it, different markets to influence. And then uh, I also saw that you released like a gym tour that you guys are going to be doing. So that was kind of a, uh, it was kind of just like a, a mock-up of what we would be doing in the future. Um, it was pretty much just like a, a band shirt. Um, that was just a design that we made that would have, that hopefully one day we'll be able to do. So how does that work? To be honest with you, I, I, I've just, I was I, with the concept, like you guys, guys just go to a gym, like they have like a day with it or, or you like, you work out at a gym with people. Yeah. So my goal, my goal is to be able to travel, um, across the United States and international to hold meetups at specific gyms or locations 
and literally have this big community of people that are just feeding off of each other and wanting to be a part of something bigger. Um, our brand is based off of having, we, we want to have a big community. Um, and I think it'd be awesome to bring that to light and have these meetups so we can all build off of each other. Yeah, definitely. Cool, man. That's so, so 37 ambassadors, 3,700. We have, I think it's like around 3,500, um, applicants right now i have went through probably about a thousand or yeah a thousand emails and uh signed plenty (laughs) not plenty but a lot of them and uh i mean the the feedback i mean people are writing me i had one guy write me about it was like an eight page paper eight page paper telling me why he's an outcast and that's when it that's when it really hit me where this is way bigger this is way bigger than anything that i've ever seen before like these these people need a place to be they need a community to to follow like this is this is bigger than bigger than us bigger than me and i it just, it's awesome. It's awesome. And we're going to help so many people. I mean, I got, I got so many things up my sleeve. It's, it's no, I literally have like a notebook of, of ideas and just everything. And then I just can't wait to literally walk in to a gym and see someone wearing revolution. Yeah, man. And it's, you if you definitely have that many people and it's definitely going to work and, um, you know, it's one thing that can never be replaced as hard work and you keep your head down and you just get your breaks, you know, and people, if you have a solid product, people dig it, man. And it's just how it is. Yeah. And, and, and are also buying you your message and like your, your influence, which, you know, you're very, you, um, you know, and this is not like me, like just saying this, but this is like you talk with such um, conviction, and like you talk with such like heart when you when when this when this when when you talk about your company, when you talk about you know being the outcast and being something like just you you could tell that you went through some shit. So I I feel like people could connect with you with that, and um, seeing how strong you are and taking that and reversing it. And as those people that were fucking with you back in the day are now working at McDonald's and look at you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate <laughs> payback, bro. <laughs> sure is. It sure is. You know? And, um, no, nah, it's awesome. It really is. Like, it's, it's, it's such a great story. Um, especially like for me, cause like, I think I was like, we, we sat the first time I met you, we sat there for a long time talking and it was just a great conversation. And, um, to be honest with you, uh, that was part of, uh, my idea to like do this podcast was like conversations like that. I've had multiple ones of like those ones with, especially with you. Um, and I was like, you know what, you know, I feel like this would be cool and fun to, to do this as like a, like a radio show or a podcast or whatever. And 
you know, should happen, you know, it was just crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I think it's awesome to be able to kind of voice everything on podcasts to, you know, millions of people on, on uh, Spotify or any platform. I think this is, this is going to be, this is going to be the future. Like people love listening to podcasts and just like hearing people's stories. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I've been getting in these emails are just people's stories, people's, um, I mean, tragic events and like what, what got them into training. And, uh, there's always a, there's always like a reason why you're doing something. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's awesome that you're doing this. Well, I think it's awesome. You're doing you, man, you know, because the hardest step is the first step. Like we always talk about, you know, <laughs> it's the, it's the scariest step to ever do. It's that first fucking step. And then you get that failure, that first failure that, like you said, like I listen to all these episodes, um, weeks and I edit and I go through it and I'm like, I could have done better with this. I should ask this question. I should have like, you know, stepped away from that. But then I get feedback from other people and they're like, you know, this, this, this episode helped me. The, the veterans episode lately that I've had, um, and Damien's episode, um, or two episodes that I get a lot of feedback from other than the OFD one um, mm -hmm. is saying like, you know, it's been helping people with stuff. So, which is the overall goal, but it's, it's weird to like have somebody say like, you know, this, these episodes are, are helping. It's not weird, but like, it's, it's, it's rewarding, but also kind of like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Having it, having an impact somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it all worth it. Um, all the craziness. Yeah. Um, well, man, I, I appreciate you coming on and doing your thing. This was a, a great, great thing. Um, do you have any advice for the people? Don't quit. Don't quit. All, no. all you have to do is jump once. Steve Harvey said it pretty, pretty good. Just all you have to do is jump once. And, uh, you won't regret it. I mean, you might, you might hit some rocks, but you're gonna, you'll succeed. I promise. Yeah. Just like you, bro. And, uh, let's, uh, give all the people your, uh, your socials and everything else that, that don't know each other. They can find you, your website, so they could buy some of your gear. Cause they need to, cause you know, everything's opening up now. COVID's gone. Yep. So now people got to get back into shape. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, my, my personal is Levi trains and, uh, my, uh, my company's is uh, revolution R R E V L U T N. And, uh, you can, uh, purchase anything at revolutionathletics.com. Perfect. So, um, what's your prediction with the avalanche? <laughs> I sure, uh, I sure hope they win. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, they're looking good, man. They're looking good. Yeah, I, they're they're playing what Vegas, right? Yeah, they're playing Vegas. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, and thank you so much. 
And uh, please, people, buy the shirts, buy whatever, buy the hat. The hat's stylish. The hoodies are awesome. Um, just buy, support, you know, your local uh, your local people. Fuck big boy. <laughs> you know, go go with him. And he's, uh, you know, he's the real deal, as you can tell. And he takes every sale. This is the thing about small businesses and the growth of someone that has a dream. Um, once they... Once you purchase or support like your friends there and like this and, and like have companies like like t-shirt companies or uh bands or you know anything they all you know they just need that final foundation to get them going and um this this is sky's the limit after that they all they fully appreciate it instead of going to walmart and buying like a ten dollar shirt buy a twenty dollar shirt from him you know um it actually goes somewhere so so thank you guys so much for listening. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Levi, for coming on. I really do appreciate it, bro. Um, I knew from that first conversation that you were going to be what you are today, man. You are, um, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. So uh, please, people, if you have a chance, check out Revolution Athletics. Buy a t-shirt, buy a hat. Buy whatever you know what i mean like um you got to support small businesses it's just really important it's really important the extra two dollars or five dollars um that's people's hopes dreams and etc so uh always try to buy local and small first before you go big box stores i understand times are tough and uh money's tight but you know at the end of the day it's more bang for your buck so uh just keep that in mind. So, we're steamrolling to episode number 17. Holy shnikes. So, episode 17 is going to have my uh, business partner, Tim Santos, and we're from Diesel Entertainment. And we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So, basically, we talk about how he started Diesel, how we merged together, and the uh, little ins and outs of booking local regional and national acts and uh yes if you're looking into starting to book shows because covid's over and you guys kind of want to you know do your part to support your local scene next episode is the episode for you basically gives you a type bunch of cheat codes that him and i had to dedicate a lot of time and a lot of effort so <laughs> we don't give you the whole everything but we give you enough to learn so that's coming up next guys thank you guys so much for listening front stairs talks thank you guys for listening to front stairs talks if you'd like to come on the show or have a show idea please email us at frontstairstalksinfo at gmail.com also you can follow us on all of our socials facebook and instagram under front stairs talks podcast you can also listen to us on any smart speaker device by just saying, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google, play Frontstairs Talks podcast.